It is Wednesday, December 14th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Alexander the Great with goal number 800. And Carlos Correa finds a new team. Here comes the Vegas Truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Carlos Correa signs a mega deal with the San Francisco Giants. Alexander Ovechkin, the third player in NHL history to score 800 career goals. And RIP to a true Pirate, what is the Vegas lead? We'll start with the milestone that was the 800th career goal for Alexander Ovechkin. Here was the call last night on the Capitals radio network. All the way down into the Chicago zone. The Blackhawks starting another turnover in front. And Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot! They score! And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League! The bench empties. Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. He does it here in Chicago, Illinois on the 13th of December, 2022. History here at the Madhouse on Madison. Alex Ovechkin, Gordie Howe, and Wayne Gretzky are now the only three skaters ever in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. Ovechkin did it in style with a hat trick. 7-3, the Capitals defeated the Blackhawks. And you know what it reminded me of? And I'm, I'm, I'm a Yankee fan, so maybe it's just, just the joy that it brings when I think about Derek Jeter hitting his 3,000th hit. It was a home run. run. Yeah. And it, it seems like the great athletes, the great players find a way to accomplish certain things in a certain style. Ovechkin could have gotten his 800th in their next game. Could He could have gotten it with an empty netter at the end of the game when it meant nothing. And I know it meant nothing in a blowout win over a bad, you know, uh, uh, Chicago team, but he did it with a hat trick. He needed three goals. He entered this game last night at 797, and he did it with a hat trick. It, you're right. It does. The great players, there tends to be some sort of drama with it that makes it all all the cooler. Like I, Ricky Henderson, who was my favorite baseball player as a kid, he got his 3,000th hit in the same game that was Tony Gwynn's last career game. Mm-hmm. And it's like it just. It's almost like a. An, an homage. Best it's, hitter, best runner. Yeah, it's just a, a cool thing. And, and you know, Jeter's home run was cool. This was certainly cool. Uh, getting the hat trick and you're the third goal being your 800th career yeah. goal. Pretty cool deal. So he's the third player in NHL history to score 800 goals. Wayne Gretzky, obviously, the leader, uh, most goals scored. And Gordie Howe, 801 goals. So Ovechkin with two more goals will become the second leading scorer in NHL history. Ovechkin is the first player, though, to score the 800 goals with just one team. And I think that's, again, I'm going to go back to Jeter. It's what makes it even more special 
when you do it with one franchise, the franchise that drafted you, that you came up with. Ovechkin came into the league as a 20-year-old Russian that many people were expecting big things from and lived up to the nickname Alexander the Great. Yeah, it's pretty wild that the the two greatest players of this generation, Crosby and Ovechkin, have both played with one team the entire time. Yeah. In a, and it seems like it's less rare in hockey than it is in other sports. Like hockey guys, you t- they tend to re-sign their stars. Uh, but in other sports, I mean, other than a few random quarterbacks, and even now, like most quarterbacks end up their latter years in mm-hmm. a different place. It just you just don't stay with one team for all that long. So I do think that makes it a little more special in a salary cap sport yep. too. That that think about how hard it is there. Um, it, it's just an awesome accomplishment. And you know when you think about milestones in, in sports, it, there are certain ones that will never happen again. I don't think we're ever going to see a three hundred game, a three hundred win pitcher ever again. Seems unlikely. We might never see a three thousand hit batter again. Yeah, I said that when Miguel Cabrera got his this last year. I said it's just. Hitters don't hit the way that they did anymore. It's just, it's it is going to be a rare thing. Yeah, we're never going to see a player break the the Kobe eighty one in a, in a game. That one I could see happening. No, it's never going to happen. Okay. Players now with the, the rest and all this stuff. How many times has Steph Curry not played a fourth quarter when he's had what fifty something points through three quarters or then, something but like that? If if he does that, usually it means that the game's not competitive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. fun fact: Kobe Bryant had his eighty one point game. Terrific. I think a better game was a week earlier. He scored 62 and sat out the fourth quarter. But, he, like, his percentages and just the whole game, he was a lot better that day. That's why he didn't play the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was it was a close game when he scored the 81, right? Yeah, it was a comeback victory over the Raptors. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think that'll ever happen again. You know, you and I were talking about it before the show this morning. Um, Emmett Smith's rushing record. Oh, yeah. Probably it, never going to happen. No, gonna that's not going to happen. No, it, it, the, people don't use the running backs the same way. Yeah. Most teams have two or three running backs that split time. Uh, and just the run in the NFL is mm-hmm. now uh, it's a, f- a failing proposition to, to run. Yeah, and look, Cal Ripken's Ironman streak, things like that. Uh, DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Here's what I want to ask you, though. Let, let's, let's take this Ovechkin milestone and kind of fo- get a parallel. To me, the closest thing would be LeBron James points. Will LeBron pass Kareem and ultimately get to maybe – 40,000? I think absolutely. 39,000? McKenzie, when I say absolutely, is yeah. that is that absurd for He's, me to say absolutely? Yeah, 828 points away. Uh, it's about 35 games away. That is, I'd say, absolutely. So if you take his average, McKenzie, how many, does he have to play another two seasons? No. He's going to break it this year. To 40, this year? 000, no, break the record this year. You're, you're talking about 40,000. Yeah, I'm talking about 40,000. Yeah, 40,000 for next, next year. year. Yeah, he's going to get it. Yeah. First 40,000, 10,000, 10,000 guy? Well, just first 40,000 is all that matters, right? <laughs> no, I think what McKenzie's saying, though, is pretty wild, too. Like, it, it, the, the fact that he wasn't, he's or he, I say he wasn't like he's dead, uh, that he isn't just a scorer, I think that makes it all the more impressive. I know McKenzie's not not big on LeBron, but... It, I liked his answer, though. He was asked, hey, you're going to cry when uh, when you pass Kareem's record? He's like, cry? I'll cry when we win our next championship. Like, I don't really mind the record so much. So I respect that answer. He is about winning. Yeah, and, and this is like... I think anybody who plays in the league long enough to put up numbers like that, you have mm-hmm. to give some some credit to it. It's it's very difficult to stay relevant this late into your career in the NBA. LeBron LeBron was of all the players who have ever played was so relevant early in his career, and to be so relevant late, it I mean it's just never really been done. Speaking of LeBron and and, and the NBA, Mackenzie, did you see the Michael Jordan MVP trophy? 
Yeah. Is that not the ugliest trophy you've ever say, seen? It's, it's, a, <laughs> oh, it's no. a step backwards in NBA I haven't history. seen it. I got to look this thing up. It's all the new trophies it's and the hideous. names. It's It's weird. Like, okay, you want to name it after Jordan. That's fantastic. Like, you know, and, and you know what? I bet you they couldn't do the Jumpman logo because it's copyrighted. Right. So they couldn't make the trophy look like the well, Jumpman they could, logo. but they didn't want to pay yeah. Nike and LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan all it, that money. Exactly. So they have it like... Jordan's reaching up to the sky with the basketball. Like I've never seen Jordan do that pose ever. Like, it's, 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 and then they talk about the basketball's got twenty three points. The 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 edges has got twenty three point six something to represent his six titles and his number twenty three. I, I mean, it, it, it looks like gonna miss. It looks like someone doing ribbon ballet. <laughs> like, what yeah. sport is this? Yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. It's the, it's it's honestly it's one of the ugliest trophies. It's like a bad version of an Emmy. Like, it's, yeah, it's it is uh, it is uh, it's o- a it's over under one and a half seasons before they change. I think they're going to get rid of that oh, pretty quick. Th- yeah, this might this is going to be a redesign in like two seasons. That that's what I think. But yeah, congratulations to Jordan getting a t- terrible trophy. <laughs> um, and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> The latest mega deal in Major League Baseball came down late last night as Carlos Correa and the San Francisco Giants agreed to a 13-year, $350 million deal. So the Giants miss out on Aaron Judge, the consolation prize, making Carlos Correa the highest-paid shortstop in Major League Baseball. Good luck. Listen, I think Carlos Correa is a, a good baseball player. I don't think Carlos Correa is a franchise-changing baseball player. Well, I think, you would know. You, you saw him all those years. I did. And Carlos Correa never lived up to what he, the expectations were of him. And I remember people got so mad at me on air because when Carlos Correa was coming up, he was obviously this highly touted prospect. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, well, what do you think the, uh, the comp for Correa, like at his ceiling, what could he be? It's was like, I don't know, maybe like Nomar Garcia-Para. And here I was thinking like, that's a really nice thing to say about a Nomar's baseball great. player. Yeah. That's a really, like, that's a, if if he ends up being Nomar, Nomar. that's pretty good. And people were livid. Like, I was just spitting on Carlos Correa's career opportunities. And so far in his career, Carlos Correa is a, a pretty good player when he's healthy, which has been few and far between. Mm-hmm. I, he's not. I think the Astros made the best choice possible by letting him walk. Well, Pena's ridiculous. Jeremy World Pe- Series MVP. Jeremy Pena <laughs> was Walmart Carlos Correa yeah. and won the World Series MVP. <laughs> um, I, I don't think Carlos Correa is a a franchise changing guy, and they just paid him like a franchise changing guy. I so think this is a mistake. Largest contract by total value in MLB history, trailing Mike Trout's four hundred and twenty six point five million dollar deal, Mookie. Betts, $365 million deal, and Aaron Judge, $360 million deal. And the 13 years matches the longest contract ever for a free agent, tying Bryce Harper's $330 million deal with the Phillies. Um, Trout, Betts, Judge, Harper, Correa. One of those doesn't belong. It's Carlos Correa. It's Carlos Correa. I'm sorry. It just is. And listen, I get the Giants – they had their sights set on a couple guys, and it didn't. It fell through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you pay the next guy even more. Like this is the, is Trey, is Carlos Correa a better player than Trey Turner? No, he's not. And this is this is to me, he's not better than Xander Bogarts. Honestly, I don't think so either. This is what happened though. 
these contracts are starting to become like quarterbacks in the NFL. It's not who you are. It's when you are. And Trey Turner got $300 million. Xander Bogarts got $280 million. And so Correa was like, I'm getting more. And he got $350. (laughs) I I mean, but remember, this is a guy who, like, he thought he was going to get more from the Astros. The Mm -hmm. Astros played chicken with him, and he lost. Yeah. He signed basically a, a he signed a multi deal year or a year deal with the Twins, but then he opted out to go try and get more. But the market wasn't there for him a year ago. I guess just staying healthy for a season made people you know reconsider. But I, I don't know. I, I think this is a misstep by the Giants. So over eight year career, he has compiled nearly forty wins above replacement only. Trouts, Betts, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and Manny Machado have more in that same stretch. And he has the fourth highest defensive war behind Andrelton Simmons. What an underrated shortstop. That dude's a stud. Kevin Kiermeyer and Nolan Arenado. So the numbers are there in terms of, you know, the, the, the saber metrics that they'll tell you that this guy is a valuable player. Maybe we're just remembering what we saw of recently, which was a terrible season in uh, last year with the Minnesota Twins. Well, and I'll tell you this also. He misses one out of every three games in his career. Like, that's that's about the – he's about 55 games missed per season. Well, by the way, your Nomar-Correa comparison, Correa's career OPS is 836. Nomar's is 882. Oh, sounds like I was being generous. I was being generous back in 2015 or whenever it was. So – yeah, this is uh, – I don't like this move for the Giants. I, I The Giants are, in my opinion right now, a good ways behind the Dodgers and the Padres as it is. I, I guess this inches them closer, but if, they, if they're paying this kind of money, they're expecting more than inching. And I stand by this. Anybody who was – I get going out and paying Judge. I get going out and paying Trey Turner this offseason. Anybody who was like – We've got to get a. We've got to make a big splash. I think you're making a mistake. I think in the Giants' case, particularly, the Giants could have been one of the teams in the front running for Shohei Otane this off or this mm. next off season. If you're going to overpay someone, overpay Otani, a guy who can do everything. Yeah. I, 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 this just doesn't make any sense to me. So now the Giants, uh, I believe, thirty-five to one to win the World Series. That's the. 13th favorite. So uh, maybe people will bet on them now. The odds will move, but oh, I'm not betting on the San Francisco no, Giants. Not with all you. the talent there is in the National League. But hey, they got their franchise player now, Carlos Correa, 13 years, $350 million. One half of the World Cup final is set as Argentina defeats Croatia 3 0 to advance to the World Cup final. Congratulations to Leo Messi, who is finally, probably in his last World Cup, going to have an opportunity to win soccer's ultimate prize. Mac, what did you make of this game, and what do you make of uh, Messi ending his career with a World Cup title? Yes, this is his second final. He made it in Brazil in 2014. However, I think this is his masterclass. This is the best he's ever played in a World Cup. In 2014, he went the whole knockout with no goals, no assists. Penalty in this one, two assists, just magical play. Uh, you know, I kind of been critical of him in his in his career. I don't think he's showed up in the biggest stage he has in this tournament. And so the second semifinal will take place coming up later on today. It'll be France and Morocco. France was the favorite 
here for a long time in this tournament, and I bet you that that guy who had that championship parlay, he needs France to win the World Cup to cash out like a, a, a ton of money here. Oh, I'm sure. So he's still alive. Um, is this France's game to lose, McKenzie? Yes. It would be, um, you know, it'd be like Brazil 1950 if they lost. It would be bad. It would be in the papers in, in Paris for forever, uh, which is kind of good if you're Morocco. All the pressure's on the other team. You're already, you know, far past any team of your of any any country of your size. So uh, everything to lose for France, playing with house money if you're Morocco. Would you lay minus 180 on France to win in regulation? No. I, I have a feeling this is going to go to extra time. I feel like France wins it 1 or 2 0, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I would, I would want, I'd rather bet to advance or uh, yeah, I wouldn't bet in regulation. To advance, France is minus 425. Might need to parlay it with something. The, no, the, no. Draw, yeah, the no, no. draw, though, is plus 295 if you want to take a stab at this going to extra time. That's where I would be leaning. I mean, it's it's it'd be dicey. Obviously, it's 3-1, to one, but I feel like Morocco, with they, they've only given up one goal, and it was an own goal. It was a freak own goal. This whole tournament, tactically, they haven't made a mistake. I don't expect that to change. If France wins this, is this like, would this be the equivalent of when Spain had, like, the greatest eight-year run in it's, soccer? It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Really? Because of Kylian Mbappe. There's been one player to score in a World Cup final before the age of 18. Well, actually, now there's been two. There was Pele in 1958, and then there was Mbappe. If he's going to do the 1958, 1962, 2018, 2022, being the top scorer in both World Cups, I mean, it's once-in-a-century stuff. You don't see it that often. At 23 years old, to have a second World Cup, it's, it's in his grasp. Have we ever had back-to-back winners? Brazil. Pele. That's, oh, that's wow. what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I remember, well, there was a run, I remember, when Spain won the World Cup, they had won. Yeah, my favorite team ever. So, Andres Iniesta, probably the most underrated athlete of my lifetime. I think he's the best soccer player ever. They had won the European Championships. Yep. Two years later, won the World Cup. Two years after that, won the Euros again. So they won the three, the, the, they won the three biggest tournaments in the world. Well, there are only two tournaments, but they won the one of them back to back, and then yeah. the World Cup and in arguably, between. The one they won twice, the Euros, is the harder competition. Yes. you have the better, correct, you know, so better average team. That is considered like the greatest six, seven year run in all of world soccer. But if France wins back to back World Cups, man, you have to consider this. Uh, and could you imagine if Croatia would have beaten um, Argentina and we would have had a rematch? That would have been great of the final. Has that ever happened? Uh, a, a World Cup final rematch? Yes, Argentina, Germany. Uh, they split 86-90. Wow. One time. That's amazing. So uh, history being made, and we'll see if France can get the job done against Morocco or if Morocco can pull off another upset and uh, become everyone's darling. And if we get the final Argentina-France, it's Tom Brady-Mahomes. It's like, this is the greatest player ever, but this guy's having quite a run to start his career. And he's young. Yeah, he's, that's a great comparison. That is good. That's like, you know, Mackenzie, that might have been like one of the best things you've ever said on this podcast. Appreciate it. That's right. Yeah. Strong. That was really good. All right. So France and Morocco coming up later on today. Mackenzie likes the draw. I'll lay the wood on France to advance. Sad news uh, with the passing of Mike Leach, the Mississippi State Bulldogs head football coach. And Mike Leach was a guy who, listen, was a guy that I got to be around a few times when I was covering the Big 12. Um, a genuinely good guy. There were people who didn't like him. 
but he and he had an odd personality yeah, uh, to say the least. Did. He he's not a, he's a very unique person, a unique character. But he he was very genuine. He was who he who he was who you who he acted like. That's who he was. Uh, so a a tough loss for college football as he was one of the great characters in the game will be missed for sure. Yep, swing your sword with great power, just like uh, the great pirates used to do in the past. Um, he he uh, he certainly was a character. He is a tremendous coach. I mean, the air raid system is is one that. You can argue he's like the Mike D'Antoni of college football. Revolutionized the game. 158 and 107. Uh, Texas Tech, Washington State, and Mississippi State. He won at all three places, which is they're all three are very difficult places to win. When he got there, they were bottom of their conference teams that he made contenders. So uh, you got to give credit to a guy like Michael Leach. And, and Michael Leach coming off his best season this season mm-hmm. at Mississippi State going 8-4. and four. And Mississippi State has announced that they will play in their bowl game uh, as they honor their late coach who passed away at the age of 61. I want to lighten the mood um, going from that Mike Leach conversation. And I promised you with the start of bowl season, we were going to play my favorite game. So let's go ahead and have some fun. Here's the name of the game. Bowl, 400, or open. I am going to give you the name of an event. You will have to tell me. Is it a college football bowl game? Is it a NASCAR 400 race? Or a PGA Tour open event? Let's do it. I feel confident. AJ, you will be contestant number one. Mackenzie Rivers. Contestant number two. Sorry, McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to play bowl 400 or open. By the way, I'm jealous of your role right now. My dream job was always to be a game show host. So this is. Uh, Were you a Bob Barker guy? Yeah, 99 years old a couple days ago. Yeah. My favorite of all time, Bob Barker. You know who's not as good as Bob Barker? Now you've had enough. Drew Carey. Bitch. <laughs> I don't All right. Happy Gilmore. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Mackenzie, you are up first. I, I'm contestant number one. What the uh, fuck? There was a random drawing. Sorry. My game, my rules. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Mackenzie Rivers, question number one. Bowl 400 or open? The AutoZone Liberty Blank. AutoZone Liberty Bowl. I'm going to go bowl. Bowl season? We're going to start out with a bowl. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. The AutoZone Why don't you Liberty just give him bowl, the trophy? Which will feature <laughs> Kansas against Arkansas. That will be played, obviously, at the Liberty Bowl Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. All right. All right. AJ, you are down. Or McKenzie's got one point. All right. And, and by the way, I think I should offer, if you get it wrong, the other person has a chance to steal. Okay. All right, here we go. A.J. Hoffman. Bowl 400 or open? The ally blank. Ally? The ally blank. I feel like mine's a lot harder. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go... Don't be looking up bowl games on your computer now. I'm, I'm using no hands. I'm going to go the ally, the ally open. Wrong. <sighs> McKenzie for the steal. Now, 
since there's only two options left, I should get like a big penalty to, if I miss it, if I try to steal, right? You, you will lose your one, yes, or right, you can pass. I am, I'm. You gonna, can risk or you can pass. I'm going to risk it. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think it's a bowl the way it sounds. So uh, he said open, I'll go 300. Well, yeah, 400. Ally 400, 400 which uh, was at Nashville Super Speedway, Super Speedway, won by Chase Elliott this year. <sighs> so congratulations. It's All right, Mackenzie. Former Nashville resident. Yeah. I'm embarrassed right now. Mackenzie, you're up. Here we go. Let's go. The Tony the Tiger blank. The Tony the Tiger open. It's Tony the Tiger Bowl. The Tony, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl played between Pittsburgh it. and UCLA <laughs> at the Sun Bowl Stadium in El Paso, Texas. All right, AJ, here we go. The Valero, Texas blank. Oh, that's a golf open. That is this a golf tournament. This was on the practice quiz. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, we'll, all right, fine. We'll give him another one. We'll give him another one. The I mean, it's in Texas. I, I, I've covered that event. But, but okay, there's also the Valero Alamo Bowl. So it was a trick question. Okay. Oh, really? okay. okay. And one that all tricky. Right. All, right. all right. It wasn't that tricky. All right. You got that one. Here we go. I'll give you another one. Here we go. Ready? All right. Oh, this was the easy one. I got to I gotta change it. What the hell? It's I, too like, easy. I can't too catch easy. a break <laughs> no, here. It's too easy. Here we go. The Shriners Children blank. Shriners Children's Open. That is That's correct. That's here, right? That Las is Vegas? Here. It's yeah. In, in Las Vegas. Won by Tom Kim. Congratulations. Tom Kim getting that. All right, Mackenzie, you're up. AJ is beating you right now. I am dominating. Here What's we go. The score? It's two like, to one. Two to one. But do All I right. get a steal? In that? Do I have three? I got a steal from you on Tony the Tiger. Yeah. We're just going to call it two to one, okay? This is my game, my rules. Okay. Here we go. Whew. The. Oh. All right, let's go with this one. The RNL Carriers New Orleans blank. I'm gonna go bowl. That is correct. The RNL Carriers New Orleans bowl between Western Kentucky and South Alabama played at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. Two two is the score. All right, AJ, this is a big one for you. Okay, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Here we go. The Firekeepers Casino blank. Firekeepers Casino, 400. That is correct. Let's go. At Michigan International Speedway, won by Kevin Harvick. Congratulations. That boy, Kev. All right, McKenzie. To tie the score, the Surf Pro First Responder blank. Surf Pro, uh, golf, surf, golf race, golf Serve. The Serve Pro First Responder blank. Open. Ooh, I'm afraid it's a bowl game. It is a bowl game. The Serve Pro First Responder bowl between Memphis and Utah State. All right, AJ, you can get this for the win now. All right. All right? Because otherwise this game can go on forever. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure here. Oof, I got to come up with a good one. The Masters. (laughs) (laughs) The Masters 400. Okay. Hmm. Man, I feel like you know all of these. I literally only know the college football ones know, or no. golf tournaments that are played in the cities that I live in. I don't know. All right. Uh, I feel like if I – and you're going to know this one too. You're going to know this one. Maybe I'm just good at the game. No, like, let me be this, good at the game. All right, this is a free one. I mean, you're going to get this. The Cadence Bank Houston. Oh. 
Ever been to Houston, AJ? No, that's interesting because they would have had to have – there's been a sponsor change would be my guess. I'm going to I'm gonna guess bowl game because there is a Houston bowl and there's no NASCAR race that takes place in Houston. So I'm going to say it's a bowl game. Well, you're correct. There is no NASCAR race. It is a golf tournament, Gosh. though. The Cadence Bank Houston Open won by Tony Finau this past year. Played Damn at Memorial it. Park Course in Houston, Texas. So, Mackenzie, you can tie it and send it into overtime change. right now. All right. Oof. Why didn't he have a chance to steal that? Because it was, it was easy. Oh, my God. All right, Mackenzie. This whole game is rigged against me. Your chance... To steal it. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, he can win here? No, he can and not, no, he can tie you. He can tie okay. you and force overtime. And then right? steal it by winning it. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll allow that. Here we go. The Relia Quest blank. Uh trying to gauge. I have no idea, but I'm trying to gauge AJ's reaction. The Relia Quest. I'm deadpanning. Blank. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a golf tournament. Nope. Bowl. It Fuck. is a bowl game. The Relia Quest Bowl played the Outback between bowl. Mississippi State and Illinois. Yeah, used to formerly the Outback Bowl. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. All right, one more bonus round. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can give give McKenzie yeah. a chance to make him feel better. No, no, AJ, AJ's got to end on a win. AJ's so. got to end on the win. Yeah, he's okay. up three to two. He, it's going to be hard for me to come back since I, I already I've gotten failed. way more than three. He's, uh, he's up four. He's got four points. Here. It's four to zero, yeah. but you need five <laughs> to win in this game. Uh, you need five to win. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. Mm. All right. No, this is too easy. I got to go harder ones. I got to go a harder one. Here's the advantage I have. Scott right, knows I know all the bowl games. Yes, so I he's got to. I know. It's, he's, it's got to be one of two things. Well, I'm trying to find one that's like close to a bowl game, you know? That, okay. Like, okay. Like I, like I said, the Texas Bowl or the Texas Open. Yeah. Like there's there's two different. It's, it's like a trick question. The first, one and I'm good. not going to say. And I'm not going to. But the me. first time I got that, they're like, oh, no, we're taking that away. And, it was and, too easy. And I also can't go the Goodyear blank because you're going to be like, Goodyear tires, the race, obviously. Well, yeah. You know, or I was going to say the M&M's uh, something. That's obviously a race because what do you think m M&M and sponsors, you know? All right, here we go. The Advent Health blank. Advent Health. Ooh. The Advent Health Blank. I'm going to go with NASCAR race. A.J. Hoffman is the winner. The Advent Health 400 at Kansas Speedway, Speedway won by Kurt Busch. I am the smartest man alive! Running through some of the other bowl games that are very, um, that are that are fun, uh, we have the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. The Sponsored wa- by uh, Bankman. The Wasabi <laughs> Fenway Bowl. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. <laughs> the New Mexico Bowl. That would have been a good one because you could have said New Mexico Open. Uh, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, presented by Stifle. The Lending Tree Bowl. The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Frisco Bowl. Myrtle Beach Bowl. See, that's good when you get the city. It's yeah, pretty yeah. easy. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Ooh, the famous Idaho the potato. Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. We did that. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Oh. That's always a good one. Uh, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Played at Hawaii? Yeah. 
And it's just Hawaii just plays there every year. It's the, the no, no, no. They used to Hawaii no. used to play the Hawaii Bowl a lot. They're, they're not bowl eligible this year. They didn't get yeah. there. Quick, quick Lane Bowl, Camellia Bowl, the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Guaranteed Rate would have been a good one. That would have been a good one. That's a tough. I, mean, I know a tough it's a one. bowl, but you could also see you could argue that NASCAR could have race. been a NASCAR race or or a golf tournament. Military Bowl, AutoZone Liberty Bowl. See, that would have been ooh, AutoZone Liberty could have been a trick question because there's could an AutoZone race. You could have said, well, maybe. Is there an AutoZone open or an AutoZone 400? There is no, but that's just the word, just AutoZone. Yeah, we would have thought you. maybe it's a NASCAR race. That was my first question. Got that right. Tax Act Texas Bowl, uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's always a good one. Uh, the bad. I know bowl, that one because Texas played in the Holiday Bowl yeah. like six times when I was there. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Played at Yankee Stadium. The Cheez-It Bowl. The Valero Alamo Bowl, which is the trick question because there's the Valero Alamo Open. This is a golf tournament. The Valero, Texas Open. Valero, Texas Open, yeah. The Dukes Mayo Bowl. Mm. See, half, see part, half the country does Dukes. Actually. Hellman's or Dukes? It's Hellman's on the East Coast. It's Best Foods on the West Coast, which is the same company as Hellman's. Uh-huh. Like, literally, same logo, same everything. Like, if we go shopping here, we don't have Hellman's. We have uh, Best Foods, right? But down south, it's Dukes. Okay. Was it Dukes in Texas? I don't know. You don't eat mayo? I mean, I do, but I don't... You don't know what kind of mayo you eat? No. What? No. (laughs) How do you not know what kind of mayo? What, do you just go to the... What, does your wife just buys mayo and you just take it out of the jar and just eat it, whatever it is? I'm embarrassed to say this, but mayo is one of those things that my wife buys, like, at Whole Foods or something, where it doesn't have sugar in it. So you got, like, the avocado mayo? Yeah. Miracle Whip? Yeah. When I was a kid, I preferred Miracle Whip to mayo. All right. But sure, but yeah, now I don't know what our brand of mayo is. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, mustard, I'm aware of, but mayo, I don't know. Barstool Sports Bowl, Capital One Orange Bowl, and then Heinz all big ones. You're a Heinz mustard guy, yeah, not a not a great poupon. No, I mean, I like a a good, I I have uh, actually, I've got a few, I've probably got four or five different mustards in my fridge. You're a brown mustard or a yellow mustard guy? I like both. I like, I'm a yellow mustard guy, I don't do brown mustard. Why? I don't do spicy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't do any spice. You're, you're soft. No spice at all. Soft. Spicy mustard, get it out of my face. <laughs> but yellow mustard? I'll put yellow mustard on a hot dog every day. Twice on Sundays. I love spicy. Mackenzie, you spice, no spice guy. Spicy. Yeah. You're nine the at a Thai here. food place. Yeah, I'm a nine at a Thai food place, too. I used to always be ten, but like... Wait, what, then they, they what, challenge you. Wait, what do you mean by numbers? Change like, your you, life you, you tell them numbers? Your spice level, one through ten. Like you tell them? Yeah. And then they to make it. it for you? Yeah, this is how hot I want it. So if I told them zero, they would make it for me zero? Yep. I've always avoided those places just because of the spice. Yeah, all you have to do is say no spice. I'm like uh, Ben Stiller in Along Came Polly. <laughs> when they You've go. been throwing up a lot lately? <laughs> like, like, here's the question for you. Does the spice bother your 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 mouth? Or yeah. Your sensitive mouth or yeah. sensitive stomach? Both. Okay. But it's the mouth too. I can't even smell buffalo wings. What? Yeah. From See, dark. that's that's my biggest problem is now my mouth enjoys the spice, but now that I'm in my 40s, my my body is like you get heartburn. And don't ingestion. do this to me. Don't do this to me. And my mouth's like, sorry, bro, we're doing it. No, man. And then if we I, do if, it. If I smell, if I smell buffalo wings, I'll start coughing. Oh, jeez, just gross. Now barbecue wings. Oh, again. I'll as long as it's not spicy, bro. I'll eat anything with barbecue on it. No, nah, I'm a sweet barbecue guy. Yeah. I'll eat anything with barbecue sauce on it. Buffalo, nothing buffalo. This is incredibly embarrassing. Maybe I'm allergic you. to peppers. <laughs> I don't know. 
Does this, Texas do the sweet barbecue? I feel like they're all no, spicy. Uh, it's spicy, smoky so, so barbecue Scott's sauce Scott's got to go to Texas. Kansas City? Yeah. Memphis? Yeah, I'm more of a Memphis, Kansas City guy. Although I had incredible barbecue in Nashville, and it was the, like a sweet barbecue. Yeah. Really, I think it was called BB King's. No. Is that right? Maybe I don't know. It was really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. I think good food's wasted on you, to be honest. I'll eat anything Italian. This is the most embarrassing conversation I've ever had with you. What about the guy that uh, had the well-done steak and the and the five hundred dollar whiskey and with a co- diet coke I did, I, in the middle? I did uh, go out to a. I, there was a restaurant called B and B Butchers in Houston, Texas, that has like, it's one of the only places in in the U.S. that has uh, Kobe beef, like real Kobe beef. There'll be a lot of places will be like, oh, we've got a Kobe style beef. But there's very few places that actually have Kobe beef. There's like three of the ten restaurants are here in Vegas, but there's one in Houston. It's called B&B Butchers. They were fans of the show. They brought us out, and one of the guys there was like, I'll take my steak well done. And I was so mad. It's like, dude, you're going to take this piece of meat that's like traveled from Japan <laughs> and basically just burn it. And then they were given it. They have this great whiskey selection. And one of the guys Can I get mine ground? One of the, one of the guys was like, uh, I'll take that whiskey, but can I get some Diet Coke with it? I was like, oh, my God. The- What's worse, getting your steak well done or asking them for steak sauce? It's mm. a question for AJ. I think asking for steak sauce is more disrespectful than having it well done. That's a, I mean, I can't even imagine doing either, so I don't know. <laughs> well, so I can't imagine doing either also. I guess maybe, like... I could I could see a world. Can I get some A one with that place? Where I went to some not very good steakhouse and had a, a terrible piece of meat that it, listen. This you is, put steak sauce on steak you get from the supermarket. You don't right. put steak sauce on steak that you get from a steakhouse. Here's what I'm saying. What if you went to Golden Corral and they threw a piece I'm of steak on that plate? thing? Oh yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Browning it. But yeah. I but I, would you at Golden Corral when they, when you were when he was going to slab way, it onto your plate? With these restaurants, I'm just saying you put a one on those steaks. When he was going to slab it onto your plate, would you go? Can I get some well done? No. Yeah. I see. There's levels. Yeah. There's levels. So I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm I'm less likely to eat a well done steak than a steak with steak sauce. Although I don't want I. I don't recall the last time I ate either because I'm not a child. <laughs> You're not Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> yeah, I'm not Patrick Mahomes putting ketchup on my burnt steak. Well, now I'm hungry from all this steak conversation, but uh, I'm also hungry to win some cash. So let's take a look at the board for tonight, a little Wednesday evening look ahead. In the NBA, the Hawks, three-point favorites on the road at Orlando. The Detroit Pistons, three-point dogs. On the road at Charlotte, Golden State Warriors coming off a loss back-to-back. One-and-a-half-point favorites at Indiana. The Knicks, four-point dogs at Chicago. The Kings catching five-and-a-half at Toronto. The Miami Heat, three-and-a-half-point favorites at OKC. Portland, minus seven at the Spurs. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who I will not trust again. They've made me 0-1 betting the NBA (laughs) this year. Plus two at Dallas Washington, nine and a half point dogs at the Nuggets and the Minnesota T-Wolves, plus six and a half at the Clippers. Just three games on the ice tonight. The Canadiens at the Senators, Ottawa minus 195, total of six. Red Wings at the Wild, Minnesota minus 210, total of six and a half. The Canucks are at the Flames, Calgary minus 165, total of six and a half. All right, well, this was a fun podcast. Uh, We certainly had... 
had some good times, some good laughs, and, uh, you know, I think we'll do it again tomorrow. If, Let's do if, it. If they allow us. <laughs> you know, we got some really good deals going on at pregame.com right now. Some, you know, great season-long packages, daily packages, best bets in the NBA, college hoops, NHL, football, of course. And we have incredible promos available for you guys, for listeners to our podcast. There's deals that you can get for all of next year, all of 2023. There's so many things you can get yourself at pregame.com. And we're going to give you 23% off as we get ready to enter 2023. Oh, I thought this was like the Jordan trophy. They were honoring a 23-inch long trophy. No. So (laughs) we are almost at 2023. We're just a couple of weeks away. So we're going to make the promo code SOV23. And that'll give you 23% off anything at pregame.com. It's good for, you know, next few days or so. So make sure you take advantage and use it before you lose it. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? Yeah, it's true. SOV 23, 23% off anything at pregame.com. For Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas, AM with no steak sauce.